0: I have traveled all over the world, a lot of my trips have been by myself, I have been on public transportation in third world countries, traveling from cities to other destinations, even in the middle of the night, and I have been totally fine and never had any problems. I'm your host, Chris Service. This is Third Times Me. Welcome to episode 27. Oh my goodness, 27. We're almost to 30. I could not be more excited with how the show's been going. I can't believe I've been at this for almost seven months now. Let's see. First episode dropped in February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September. And yes, I'm counting on my fingers. We are coming up on seven months of Third Times Me. It's been a wild ride, it's been super fun, I'm learning a lot, I'm absolutely loving it, and I'm loving all of the engagement that I'm getting from you guys, and I hope that y'all are finding something helpful, something meaningful, and something relatable out of these episodes and this show. This week, I was inspired, I was actually literally driving to the grocery store this morning and it hit me that something that's been really bothering me and has been on my mind a lot the last few weeks is around safety of travel and safety during travel and just safety in general when you're out and about running errands by yourself, especially as a woman, but this applies to men and women. Um, However you identify, this applies to you, but it's just especially important to keep these things in mind when you are solo, whether it's traveling, running errands, going on walks at night, whatever it may be. I have done quite a bit of international solo travel, domestic solo travel as well. I've lived on my own before. I've lived in bigger cities, smaller cities. I um, kind of have a lot of experience in this world, and one of the most common things that I get asked about when I talk about my solo travels in foreign countries especially is I have people asking me, you know, did I feel safe? Did I ever feel like I was in harm, or did I ever feel uncomfortable? And the answer is no, not when I've been abroad, but I will say that I have taken you know, lots of steps to be extra cautious, and I think this is really rooted in just how I am in my everyday life. So even here in the States, um, wherever I'm living at the time, like I take these cautious steps and I'm aware of my surroundings on a regular basis. I realize that this is not something that maybe comes natural to a lot of people, depending on maybe where you grew up, um, you know, what your influences are with your parents, Um, I had, at a very young age, I was lucky and fortunate enough to have um, parental figures and um, just elders and people in my family um, that helped to raise me. Always really emphasized how important it was to be super aware of your surroundings. Always have your head on a swivel and just be super aware. So that's something that's really been ingrained in me since a young age. And I'm super grateful for that because that has helped me to have the street smarts. And just knowledge to make sure that I always feel safe and do whatever I can and do the best that I can to keep myself feeling safe and comfortable. So I was inspired um, with just this in mind. And then, you know, also, I have been seeing a lot of disturbing stuff on TikTok specifically, um, Instagram as well. But specifically TikTok, I've been seeing a lot of stuff about human trafficking um, in the last several weeks and I recently visited some friends in Arizona and leading up to my trip in Arizona, I saw a lot of TikToks and social media posts, um, that women were making, describing these experiences that they had where they had felt that they were very close to having been trafficked and kidnapped and it is super alarming and really fucking scary. And I just have had this top of mind for myself lately, and I think it's really important to do, you know, my duty to help educate other people, um, just to kind of spread awareness about this. Um, And I would like to give you guys some tips and tricks that I have found to be really helpful and are pretty easy to implement uh, for traveling by yourself, but also just, Being a single person or just being a person that's out, you know, running, like running around, you know, doing errands if you're ever by yourself, which most of us are, even if you're in a relationship or if you have family, you're going to find yourself doing things on your own. So these are things that you can easily implement in your day to day and during your travels to keep yourself safe and having a good time. Let's cover safety trips for traveling abroad first. And this could really apply to traveling domestically as well. I just feel... More keen on saying traveling abroad because I feel like that's usually where people tend to um, get a little bit fearful and have more hesitancies when they're living in their own country. So, being based in the US, um, that's where the emphasis is. But this applies to any type of travel, whether it's in your state, in your country, or abroad. But especially when you're in a foreign country, I think where the language is not your native tongue, and the um, culture is different than yours, and signage is something that you can read, like those types of things just make it a little extra intimidating or can make it a little intimidating. So here's some tips that I have stuck to in all of my years of traveling. I've done travel throughout Mexico, Europe, Asia, the Middle East, and a lot of these trips have been on my own, and I've found that these things are helpful, and I have yet to be in a situation that I've felt unsafe or in danger, so I highly recommend implementing these into your next trip abroad, especially if it's going to be a solo trip. First things first, and this should be a pretty no-brainer, but for those folks that don't have a lot of travel experience, I want to remind everyone that researching is key. A lot of people, I think, don't want to spend the time researching their accommodations. And a lot of people will just book the first thing that they find that looks like a good deal and, you know, is the level of stars that they want, whatever it may be. But make sure that you cross check and research and um, look into the reviews on at the accommodations that you are going to be staying at. So if this is going to be an Airbnb or a VRBO make sure that this place has reviews and also make sure that there are recent reviews i've come across lots of places in my travels that maybe have been online and listed for 3 years but only have like 3 or 4 reviews and if you go to the date stamp of those reviews if those none of those reviews are within the last year i don't recommend staying there especially if you're traveling solo stick to places that number one, have reviews. Number two, have recent reviews. Number three, have good reviews, obviously, right? I highly recommend looking at Google reviews and also checking TripAdvisor. Those are my two favorite spots to cross-check reviews for hotels, for Airbnbs, for hostels, you name it. Also, on the net of hostels, I just wanna add a little side note here. If you' are traveling on a budget, I highly, highly highly recommend hostels. I have honestly never felt safer than some of the hostels that I've stayed at over the years. Hostels typically always have amazing, incredible staff, people that care for each other, people that look out. You'll find a lot of other solo travelers that stay at hostels because they're traveling on a budget. You'll make friends better that way. Um, so do not be nervous and scared off by hostels. They can oftentimes be sometimes like the most safe places to stay. Tip number two, minimize drinking when traveling alone. I personally have a two drink max rule for when I'm out eating, dining, drinking alone, traveling by myself. Everyone's limit and your rule for yourself might be different. But for me, two drink max for the night. Because within two drinks over the course of an evening of having maybe like a drink before dinner and then having a drink with dinner at the end of dinner, that for me is enough to feel like I'm enjoying myself and partaking in the culture and, you know, having a good time, but I will still keep a good, solid awareness of what's going on and will still be sharp in my mind. So whatever that is for you, determine what that is and stick to it. Tip number three, share your location with a trusted person. This may be a parent, this may be a partner, This may be a sibling. This may be a best friend. Pick someone that you can share your location with. Closely related to that, but different. Tip four, share your rough actual itinerary with someone. And that can be the same person or maybe a different person, but actually sending an itinerary to someone of the hotel, the Airbnb, location of where you're staying, your airplane, itinerary, the check-in and check-out dates. If you're doing a multi-city trip and you're going to be traveling from one city to the next, just giving someone the days that you're going to be in the city, the name of the hotel, or the address of the Airbnb, and then your flight information. It's that easy. You don't need to go into detail in terms of like what you're doing during the day, all of your activities, the, you know, sightseeing that you're doing, none of that, but just hotel, check-in, check-out date, and your airplane information. Because even when you're sharing locations with someone, as you guys may know, if if you leave your phone behind, your phone gets stolen, you know, God forbid something was to happen to you, like your phone is not going to be, your phone's location is not going to be as helpful. So for someone to actually be able to contact, like if your phone dies, if someone can actually have a contact information to contact your hotel, check on you, check with airlines, you know, that sort of thing is super helpful. Tip number five, if you're active on social media, Do not, I repeat, do not post your location or post anything on your story or on your feed that indicates and could show where you are at in real time. This is not just something that influencers need to be aware of. Anyone who's on social media, it is so easy to track people these days. So this is just one little thing that you can do. It doesn't mean you can't take pictures. It doesn't mean that you can't show all the wonderful places that you've been but just delay when you post those things so that people are not able to track and find you in real time like that same day. So usually when I'm traveling abroad, I'll do little clips, you know, I'll even go into my Instagram story and do recordings because maybe I want to use a certain filter or whatever it may be. And I'll do my little recording or my photo for my story, and then I'll save it and download it and save it to my phone. And then I can go back the next day or later that week, or when I get back from my trip and I can go up and go in and upload everything. So that's a way for you to still capture all those memories and show off, you know, all the fun things that you were doing, but you're still keeping yourself safe that way. Tip number six, never vocalize and communicate that you are solo traveling with cab drivers, with locals, with people that you meet you know, I think the exception to this rule is that when I've been on my solo travels, I have definitely met some amazing people. Other solo travelers made friends abroad. it, it really just comes down to you taking the time to get to know people. And if you're making friends, that's wonderful. I don't want to keep anyone from doing that but you need to be cautious and really trust your gut. And if you're not sure if you feel safe about someone knowing that you're traveling solo, then just err on the safe side and pretend that you have a partner, pretend that you have friends, family that you're meeting up with. There's been plenty of times that I've been getting into Ubers or cabs abroad in foreign countries and even cities here in the States where, you know, the cab driver's making small talk with me. Is it harmless? Most likely, but is there a chance that it Could be a risk. Possibly, yes. So better to err on the safe side. And if folks ask, you know, oh, what are you doing here? Are you visiting someone? Are you meeting someone for dinner? There is no harm in line. And I highly recommend just getting your, putting your acting hat on and pretend like you're meeting someone. I've used the line several times of, oh, yeah, my best friends are at the hotel. We're meeting up and going out tonight. Or, oh, yeah, my partner's meeting me out here. Thanks so much for the ride. Like, whatever it is lie. Tip seven, on the note of acting, keep that acting hat on while you're out and about wandering around. One of my biggest tips for solo travelers, especially women that are solo travelers, because we are more easily targets, unfortunately, act like you belong there. Sometimes it's hard to blend in like a local, and I know no matter how hard you possibly try, it may just not be possible, but you can act like you belong there, and you know where you're going, and you've been there before. So one thing that I use as a protection during the daytime, you know, keeping those sunglasses on. It helps to kind of protect yourself and give you that little bit of security blanket. So if you're navigating yourself to maybe a destination, you're going to a museum to tour that day and you're wandering around a city by yourself, having your sunglasses on kind of helps you to, you know, distract and create this illusion that you know where you're going. And even if you're looking at your navigation on your phone, I never make it super obvious that I'm a tourist. I always try to be a little bit more discreet. And this doesn't mean that you can't stop and take photos and do all the things that you would do when you're seeing a new city, of course, but don't act overly like a tourist and don't give anyone a reason to believe that you could easily be led in a direction that you shouldn't. Step number eight, and I would hope that anyone who is of drinking age and is drinking has heard this before. This should be, you know, drinking basics 101. Never take a drink from anyone. Most people will say from anyone other than a bartender, I agree with that, support that, of course, but I would also go a level deeper, especially as a female traveler, but anyone traveling solely, especially, watch your bartender make your drinks. I actually just had an experience recently. I was in Scottsdale um, uh, visiting my friends um, I was staying at a hotel in Scottsdale that had a pool and my uh, one of my best girlfriends and I were out just kind of day drinking hanging out by the pool having a great time um, she's Miss Chatty Kathy, as is I and we made some friends and there, there was there was these two really nice gentlemen that were there on a friend's trip and we got to talking sharing stories talking about countries we've been to um, had really great conversation these gentlemen seemed super nice very trustworthy The drinks at the hotel pool, as is they are at every hotel pool, were super duper overpriced. And the gentlemen had mentioned that they had bought some liquor and uh, mixers um, at the grocery store for their hotel room. And they offered to make my friend and I a drink. And as nice as I thought these gentlemen were, What their plan was to do was to go to their car because we didn't feel comfortable trying to sneak the booze in and like pour drinks at the pool because the folks that worked at the hotel that were working the pool area, security would likely see us and confiscate the alcohol. So they offered to take our cups, go to their car in the parking lot and make us up a tequila pineapple juice cocktail. Sounded wonderful, but I straight up told them, I said, you know, you guys seem honestly wonderful and very trustworthy, but I just have a hard rule for myself. I don't take drinks from people, that I can't see the drinks being made themselves or I can't make the drinks myself. So would love to take you up on the offer. So if you are able to bring the alcohol into the pool, put in your backpack, I would love to make the drink myself if things are sealed. Otherwise, thank you, but no thank you. I will pass. And my final tip for traveling abroad safely if something, tip number nine, if something feels off, always trust your gut. Don't get in your head and, and wonder if you're just, you know, being paranoid, overthinking things. Maybe you're having a good time. Maybe someone, you know, you've met someone abroad and they're flirting with you and you feel attracted to them, but something feels a little bit off, but you don't want to come off as paranoid and you don't want to risk not having a wonderful time with this person that you're attracted to and going to have a fun evening with, whatever it may be, if something feels off, 1 million percent every single time. Guys, trust your gut. Let's segue into tips for just everyday safety. This applies to everyone, any age, any gender, however you identify, wherever you live. It doesn't matter if your city, small town, whatever it may be, suburbs, I don't care. These are tips that everyone should be applying to their everyday life. And although for maybe some that aren't used to practicing these types of things, it might sound like a lot you start practicing these things every day, it'll become second nature to you. Tip number one. This may be my number one tip of all of the ones that I'm about to give you guys. And I feel like I see this every single day, several times a day, just interacting in the world with other people, driving, walking, biking, and seeing other people break this rule. And it is just it just makes me cringe and makes me so nervous because it's just should be a law in my opinion. Do not walk around with both of your AirPods earbuds headphones on both ears unless you are at a gym or at a studio or in your home where you're safe with the door is locked. Do not be running around walking at night riding your bicycle running errands in the car with both of your ears blocked with music, listening to things, blocking out your sound. It is a complete safety precaution. Like it's seems so obvious to me and I don't understand how people can do this. It makes me super cringe. You're completely cutting off being able to be aware of your surroundings. So I totally understand when to go on a jog, listen to music, get in the zone. Trust me, I'm a workoutaholic. I know what it means and how much it helps to have music in both ears but you are completely cutting off being able to hear if someone walks up behind you or if a car pulls up, you know, even just like for the sake of not getting hit by a biker, getting hit by a car, you know, someone speeding past you, whatever it may be, always leave one ear free. Tip number two, I highly, highly, highly recommend having pepper spray, a taser, Something on you when you're going on walks, especially if you're at night, Um, but even when you're walking to and from your car that's parked, have something on you, especially after sun hours. One trick that I learned when I was super young I think I saw it like on Oprah or something, I can't remember, Um, but it stuck with me and I never forgot it was if you don't have a pepper spray or a taser or something like that, taking your car keys, your apartment keys, your home keys, whatever it may be, sticking one of the keys ideally the longer, sharper one, through your dominant hand, through the middle finger or through the pointer in your middle finger, whatever feels the most secure, and walking with the key in between it so that if you have to quickly react, you can turn, punch, and you have a sharp object in your hand. This might seem silly to some people, but this is something that I've been doing since I was in high school, and it just helps you feel a little bit more prepared in case of emergency. Tip number three, when you're parking to go in somewhere, park near lit areas, park close to the entrance of the store or the shop, wherever it is that you're going. Make sure that you're parking in areas that are well trafficked. Don't be parking way at the back of the parking lot. Tip number four, when coming back to your car, be aware of the cars that are parked next to you and anything that maybe looks off. Tip number five, parking garages. Try to park as close as, the, as you can to the entrance of the elevator, of the parking garage, or wherever the stairwell case that you're going you know, to and from places. But also make sure when you're coming back to your car from the parking garage that you are from a distance, I repeat, from a distance, doing a dip down low really quickly a little squat and checking to see that you don't see anyone underneath the car, anyone underneath the car next to you, behind the car in front of the car. Whenever I'm coming back from the gym or if I'm in a shopping mall or if I'm in downtown Portland, you know, going to Nordstroms or something that has like an underground parking garage or a multi-level parking garage, I always do a quick little walk around to make sure I can catch all angles with my eyes and underneath and above and the cars next to me to make sure that I'm aware of what's going on and that nothing sketch can happen. Tip number six, this may seem a little extra, but I am just have always been in the habit since I've been a driver to always lock my car as soon as I get in. I just think it's a little extra step you can do to make sure that you're secure, that someone can't be following you um, and then try to get into your car or unlock your door. So as soon as I get in my car, I just lock my car and then I feel good to go. So that concludes my tips for traveling abroad and also just kind of everyday tips for being safe and being aware of your surroundings. I didn't want to record this episode to implement fear. I love traveling. I think everyone should travel and I don't want anyone to be scared, but you know, we live in a time that it's just more important than ever to just make sure that you're aware of your surroundings, especially if you're traveling alone and you're by yourself. So if you just implement some of these tips, I promise you, you'll be super good to go. I have traveled all over the world. A lot of my trips have been by myself. I have been on public transportation in third world countries, traveling from cities to other destinations, even in the middle of the night. And I have been totally fine and never had any problems. So it's all just about putting things into place to make sure that you're doing your due diligence, you're researching where you're going to be going, being aware of your surroundings, and most importantly, always trusting your gut. And then you can have a great time and make all those amazing memories. Hope this episode was helpful for you guys and that you got something out of it. Please share with your friends and family, partners, loved ones, dogs, whomever may be traveling around the world and may find these tips useful. And don't forget to tag me and let me know when you guys are listening to my episode. Appreciate it. See you guys next week.